Welcome to In China with Michelle Zhou. Manufacturers have long known China to be a leader in their industry, but now the world is recognizing China as a business center for companies, market traders, education, and artists. It's no wonder that the economy has grown to be the world's second largest. In our program, you'll learn from the thought leaders and professionals who have lived in both the U.S. and China and continue to do business there. Now, here is your host, Michelle Zhou. Welcome, everyone. It's so great having you here today. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm your host, Michelle. I'm the founder and the CEO of Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. We help American and Chinese organizations learn from each other, build their needs, and grow the business internationally. You can contact me at our company website, ptcgconsulting.com. Make sure to click on the links in my show link, and email me at michelle.zou@ptcgconsulting.com. Please also feel free to connect me on LinkedIn. Today we have Mr. Song Li, CTO and co-founder of New Sky Security, on the show together with me. New Sky Security is a startup in our Seattle area, and the headquarters is right. Across the street of Microsoft. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.、Um, today we are going to talk about、uh, IoT, which is Internet of Things, and the market trend in China. Okay, so so、yeah. glad to have you here. Thank you, Michelle. So、um, let's first start with this IoT. Sure. What is IoT?、Um, Internet of Things. The okay. concept.、Mm-hmm. Okay. So technical term of Internet of Things are pretty much.、Um, The things that can connect to the internet,、uh, basically, tiny little computers, big or small, sometimes big, sometimes small, can connect to the internet. You might be wondering, what are they? Actually, they're all over the world. They're around you, next to you. Say, how many people are actually driving here today? You know, if you're driving, you have cars and, and you have computers in your cars, and if you have a smartphone, it can be considered as Internet of Things.、Um, if you have smart TV in your house, if you have your sometimes people have refrigerators connected to the internet, those are all connected Internet of Things. If you have a、uh, like a Fitbit or like a Xiaomi, yeah, you know, wristband, exactly, <laughs>、right、or smartwatch, yeah, that's considered Internet of Things. So basically, just make it simple. Any devices, anything that is connected to internet, exactly, Internet of Things. Yes. All right. So why is it important, and what's that connection to the company you guys are working on, the startup New Sky Security? Sure.、Um, so first of all, our company works on to secure those things, Internet of Things.、Mm-hmm. If you think about it, how many devices are out there,、um, you might be surprised that the actual number of things that are connected. Surpassed the number of people in the world last year, just last year,、mm-hmm. according to Gartner and ZDNet.、Um, and、uh, according to Gartner, seventy percent of them are not properly connected to the internet, meaning they can somehow be hacked.、Um, uh, the CEO of uh, SoftBank um, said, Mr. Sar- Masayoshi Son、uh, said once said, the two most important thing about internet things are. Number one, security. Number, number one, security. Number one, security. Number two, connection. So he didn't really say、uh, connection and security. He says、uh, security and connection.、Mm-hmm. So our company is there to provide、um, secured link of the things to the internet, 
and our mission is to secure every device in the world. Wow, that's a big mission. Yes. Yeah, so many devices there,、uh, and the number you pointed out, seventy percent. Yes. Those things on the internet are not secure、They're、today. They're not secured. That's scary. It is. <laughs> yeah. So think about、uh, a device when it's not connected, then it's safe. Yes. But it's sometimes it's useless. Exactly. <laughs> But when it's connected, then there's opportunities for some people to hack into it. Exactly. Bad guys to hack, really hack into it and you know steal your data, maybe corrupt your files or get your personal information, or sometimes even send a malicious command to make the device do bad things.、Mm. Wow. So. I'm curious about how did you guys start it?、Uh, what were you doing before you started this new sky security a、okay. couple of years ago? Sure. Back in so the story actually dated back in 2014.、Um, I was a, a software architect in eBay, and I also monitors the、uh, web services that was shipped to the internet,、mm-hmm. and、uh, I do security auditing for every web service that was shipped out to the internet. Um, one day, I heard the news that、uh, Costco, which is local here to the Seattle area,、yeah. their website got hacked. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, I print out photos on Costco.com, and、uh, am I, you know, sending my photos to some hackers? So I did some research and said, "Oh, okay. So it looks like there are some problems in there."、Uh-huh. And one thing that I got most concerned is that my phone, my cell phone, actually has Costco's app installed on it. So I did what a most security researcher would do naturally is to do an auditing of their of the app produced by Costco.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, after poking around for about two nights, I found that there's a way to to fabricate a、uh, QR code and let the Costco app to scan it. All of a sudden, my phone got controlled by the malicious QR code that I、uh, that I created. Hold on! You created a malicious QR code to hack myself. Can,、oh, to hack yourself. Exactly. Okay, I'm glad that you didn't hack anybody else. Exactly, exactly. So that hacking somebody else is the last thing I would do, but hacking myself is part of the research.、So、yeah, ha- that's your job, right? As、exactly. a security guy. Yes,、mm-hmm. as a security researcher, I need to, you know, eat my own dog food. I need to hack myself first to find the vulnerabilities、mm. in the software.、Um, so. And then some further research showed that it's an, it's not uncommon. You know, different apps back in 2014 had the same vulnerability.、Mm-hmm. So I shared this with my neighbor Scott. I didn't know Scott was actually a you know on the other side of the security, which is on the defense side. Because when I'm doing the、uh, the research, I'm, doing the, I'm, I'm, I'm the attacker. <laughs> But Scott was actually the defender. So after I talked to him, Scott was like, "Hmm, I didn't know you're a hacker." You know who I, you know who I work for. So he called you a hacker. Exactly, <laughs> he called me a hacker, which is you know which is partly true because you know a security researcher is also known as a white hat hacker. White hat. White hat hacker. What meaning? Hacker. We're good. We're good guys. Uh huh. And、uh, so I was like, oh, so who do you work for?、Um, FBI. Scott like, no, I work for McCarthy. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, so. But Scott says, you know, this is great that you find these vulnerabilities in Costco's app. That we need to we need to notify Costco. We need to let let them know this. So he's working in the、uh, which company you said? McCarthy. McCarthy is the famous company doing those defensive or security software. Exactly, anti、uh-huh. anti malware, anti anti virus. Yeah. 
So he's also the right guy. He's the right guy. And if yeah. he found you, if you are doing bad thing, he will. Yeah, he will count me. Okay, so the two of you come together. One is, um, you know, is the one is the person uh, doing attack. the attack, doing the poking the part. The, yeah, the other is the defender. So doing the fixing part. Yes. Uh huh. And you team together to talk to. Yes. So basically, <laughs> uh, we, we team together and we notify Costco. That's that's our obligation to let the manufacturer know that you know their software has some vulnerability. They have to fix it. Why do you say it's your obligation? Uh, because you know we're good guys. We should not take advantage of that. Okay, as a professional who are working on this cybersecurity yes. industry, or this is your specialty, your domain. Yes. You have this obligation. Obligation, yes. As to, a professional. As a professional. To notify. Yes. The, the, the manufacturer. Manufacturer. Yes. About when you find. A, Problems. Exactly. I see. Instead of taking advantage of that. Yeah, that's a, that's a black hacker. You know, the bad guys would do. Okay. Yeah. Actually, the uh, the obligation extends beyond that. The obligation has two sides. One to the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. After maybe three to six months, we have another layer of obligation to the general public. We need to let people know that those devices or software out there that you were using has this vulnerability. So that they have a choice to either stop using it, get a new one, or get updated. Um, but first, we need to let the manufacturer know so that they get a chance to fix it. Why three to six months later? Um, because we need to let the give the room for the manufacturer to create a patch or create a new version to fix it. I we, see. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, the bad people will know it, and then exactly. they will take advantage of it. So yeah. you, from the industry. Um, Way of doing it, uh, or in your words, obligation. Yes. Yes. One is you notify the manufacturer, manufacturer yes. and allow them the time to fix it. Exactly. Then, after some time, you notify yes. the, public. the general public. Yes. General public. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So after about uh, six, actually Costco act really fast. They fix the problem, mm. and after three months, we still waited for three months. Uh, we came up with a research paper, and we published in the uh, international security conference. We basically say, "Hey, you know, we found this, and we worked with Costco. Costco did it graciously; they fixed it. Uh-huh. And uh, here's why the problem happened. In the future, whoever's writing this kind of software should avoid this kind of mistake." Okay. Yes. And uh, we were fortunate. Uh, in that conference, uh, Scott met some investors. They're uh-huh. like, "Oh, you guys can do this." Yeah. <laughs> like, "Yeah, that's what we do." And uh, those guys were like, uh, you know, we are also in the security industry. We want to give you the chance, give you the seed money to do more research, actually to build a tool so that you can find more vulnerabilities like those. We don't want people to use, you know, vulnerable devices or apps like mobile app, like, you know, IoT devices. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how the company gets started. Okay, so before you guys went to the uh, conference, mm-hmm. published this, uh, you haven't really started the company? Not yet. Just two good friends, neighbors? Exactly. Uh-huh. exactly. We were just poking around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So the investors helped you guys to really exactly. form this company. Exactly. Yeah, give you the money, go ahead and do this. Exactly, uh-huh. yes. Before that, we were like, you know, maybe this is a technical discovery, but we didn't know there's a market potential for this. Uh-huh. But the investors like, you know, we believe there's... An, um, there's a great potential for fixing the vulnerabilities of you know mobile devices and any kind of things. So we started this. And here you go, the money. Go. Yeah, yeah, here you go. You know, we got, we got some money, and later on, they, they, pour, they pour in more money. So that we started building a team, and we started buying devices that we, we poke around, we do research, and we found more vulnerabilities. 
And I assume you guys, both of you, quit from your normal yes. job. Yes. Uh huh. Scott was Scott was a brave one. He he quit first from McCarthy and he started doing this. I had some you know some you know unfinished tasks with eBay, so I lagged behind a little bit. Mm. But by end of 2015, we both joined the company full time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Two technical guys. Two technical guys. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that you know to you know we we need marketing guys. We need uh we need salesperson. We need you know the vision. But we just jump into it and we start to learn to swim before we we know even how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> technical startup. Exactly.、Uh, okay. So、um, this show is about、uh, China. Yes.、Um, tell us a little bit more about how is that relates to China? Because I know one of the reasons why I invite you here is because big market. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about、uh, how your little startup.、Mm-hmm. I know you guys.、Uh, Doing business in China, you yes, have customers、yeah. there. Yeah.、Yes. How did you guys starting from here?、Mm-hmm. And what's the connection back to China? And、sure. uh, um, your first few success was in China.、Yeah. Sure.、Um, actually, the I believe the technology actually led us to China.、Mm-hmm. Initially, we started the company in, here in Seattle, and we were because you know we live here and we have the the candidates here, we have the the talents here.、Mm-hmm. Um, but after. Doing the project, and we started buying devices, and we started, you know, looking at、uh, mobile apps. We started looking at the devices that you know mobile apps control. We found that most of the devices are actually built in China. We're like,、yeah. oh my gosh, you know, those, <laughs> those guys build those devices, and、uh, we found vulnerabilities. We need to talk to them. We need to let them know.、Ah. We have cameras. We have smart locks. We have you know smart POS machines,、um, and we even bought a, a computer inside a car to look at it, and、uh, we. After we opened up the box, it's、uh-huh. made in China, and we we got to talk to those guys. So, okay, what I heard is even though some of the products today in the U.S. market is a U.S. brand, yes, it's probably said made by the U.S. company,、mm-hmm. but the manufacturers are、mm-hmm. in China. Yes, many、uh-huh. of them are. Ah. Yes, I'm, I'm not blaming those companies or you know the China manufacturers. Some of those have the software that was designed supposed to be used in China, and、uh, uh-huh. when the U.S. market needed, people simply just put a different brand, like a sticker, on top of it and ship to the U.S. And、uh-huh. all of a sudden, things start to become weird. Say, you know, a cameras used in here in the States are sending data to a server that's supposed to be in China simply because the you know nobody really updated the firmware. I see. And people get suspicious, like, why my camera at my home is talking to a server in China?、Mm-hmm. Um, if they fix the problem before shipping the,、uh, or maybe sh- fixing the website or the server address before they start selling in the U.S., it'll be perfectly safe.、Mm-hmm. But other things are simply because you know people, you know,、uh, software developers are not trained to to build secure things because most of the developers know how to build a perfect, you know. Good-looking, perfectly functional software,、mm. but when it comes to the security part of things,、um, they're just too—I wouldn't call them naive. They're just you know too pure-minded without knowing that there are hackers out there.、Um, and if they know, if they realize that there are hackers that can potentially hack into their device, they would be more careful and、mm. build a better software. 
So maybe people they are looking at the functionality. They want to realize that, but exactly. they haven't really thought too much about it. About the hackers, side. yes. Yeah, yes. they didn't know there are people like you. Like me, exactly. <laughs> like you, exactly. Good yes, exactly. Uh -huh. Yes, um, most of the software developers that I met that I you know used to manage mm -hmm. are like that. They are really great guys, and they directly join the company after graduating. Not knowing how how many bad guys are actually out there, mm -hmm. you know, it's a scary world out there. Especially when IoT are computers that are no longer used in labs or in the company; they're used in our daily lives, and where bad guys can actually get their hand on it. Wow! Yeah, that's a market change. I'm not blaming the engineers; it's a market change that exposes those computers to the um, to the bad guys. Well, it's time for a quick break. We just talked about what is IoT, the Internet of Things, and how those potential risks were created today. When we come back, I want to know more about how you guys from New Sky Security is helping customers to solve this problem, and how you entered the China market. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you interested in expanding your business to China but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China, with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. In your business, are you on top of your PR game? PR is what tells your story. Whether it's the business itself, key people in your business, or showing your best face to the public, listen for the brand ambassadors. Host Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield will discuss effective presentation ideas, building your personal brand, risk management, crisis communication, and more. Focus your business goals and PR resources. Listen live Fridays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, back. This is In China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm the host, Michelle. Uh, I'm talking with the CTO and co-founder of New Sky Security, Mr. Song Li. We're talking about IoT and the market trends in China. So, Song, before the break, you helped us understand why there are some risks in this whole new IoT world. We're all living in today, and how those potential risks were created.、Uh, you mentioned,、uh, for example,、uh, some manufacturers they、uh, shipped devices to a new different market, and when they do that, they didn't really consider、uh, the market difference. And sometimes software developers they were not trained about security, so they really. Uh, didn't consider security when they develop uh, uh, their products. So, how do you help customers, and、uh, who are your customers? So we found that, and we we started talking to to people, you know, not just manufacturers, but also people who use the, those devices to provide services.、Mm-hmm. Say we talked to a, a smart POS、uh, manufacturer in China. They don't really build those devices. They they bought it from the device manufacturers. Yeah. And they start to give those、um, POS machines to to merchants for them、mm. to to pay to make payments. The POS, the POS. that's where you, your credit card goes. Yeah. Exactly,、uh-huh. yeah, where your credit card goes, where your account number got you know got stored into, and then where the amount of money you're spending actually goes from the POS machine to the cloud and coming back. Right. And that's and when you talk about money, you're attracting a lot of hackers without knowing、uh-huh. it. <laughs> Um, we talk to them, and they become our one of our first customers in China. And、uh, we start to looking at other devices, and more and more customers are, are coming and say, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know that you know my device can be hacked." And they start to、um, start to talk to us.、Um, so that's one thing that you know the market in you know the manufacturers brought us in China.、Okay. Also,、um, I think、uh, fairly you know to be fair, China is more advanced in terms of using the those internal things to to automate a lot of things. Hmm. Hmm. China is more advanced compared to even US. At least in this aspect,、uh-huh. um, for for using smart devices, say、mm-hmm. you know if you go to China, you will know that there's you know the shared bike system. You know, in China, people sell. You know, in big cities, people don't just walk. Mobile,、right? bike mobile, and, and OFO. OFO. Yes, OFO. Orange is, color and yellow color bikes. <laughs> exactly, orange color. You know, and we even have OFO here in in Seattle. Yeah, I saw a lot of those bikes in、um, University of Washington,、yes. where you graduated. Exactly. Yes, I graduated. <laughs> years ago. Yes.、Um, so yes, so in in China, people use their smartphone to scan their mobile or OFO and to、mm-hmm. unlock them. Yeah. So people are using those, and people are using smart POS machines to to make payments. People are using using smartphones to make payments. You, China is already cashless. I、exactly. think that's the right word, right? Exactly. Yeah, because、uh, in China, people go from cash directly jumped、uh, over 
that credit card, the plastic cards, exactly. to mobile. Exactly. So there's a joke that um, even the um, the beggars on the street yes. <laughs> they oh, prefer yeah. to get the money on from, their from scanning a QR code. Yeah. Right, right. They have yeah. a QR code to give me money in this way versus give me the cash. Exactly, because nobody carries cash in China. Uh, I visit China almost like uh, once every quarter because uh-huh. uh, because we have business in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time I visited China about two years ago, I brought some cash with me and uh, the taxi driver was like, dude, where are you from? Why are you still <laughs> having cash? I was like, oh, you're this, you don't take this? They're like, you, you got a cell phone? I'm like, I do. You scan this. I'm like, I don't have it. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's how I learned, you know, the hard way. Um, but, you know, you can see that in China, a lot of, you know, transactions, you know, monitor transactions actually going through those devices, smartphones, QR code, you know, yeah. your, your mobile, mobile, you know, your bikes, mobile and the smart locks. Those will attract Scan, a lot of hackers. And then it's open, you can write it, yeah, and you drop it to wherever you want. Exactly. Yeah, somebody will pick it up. Yes, yeah. you can just leave. Um, so, you know, in terms of using IoT devices, I would say China is more advanced probably than any other country in the world. We mm-hmm. have so many devices around us in China. Use them uh, without knowing, say, hackers can get into it. Ah. Yes. So we noticed this, and we were like, okay, maybe you know, there's it's, you know, besides the U.S. market, which is already huge, you know, in China is like Uber, you know, it's, <laughs> it's even bigger market in there. So we started exploring them. Uh, so mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the device manufacturers, and in terms of system integrators like you know mobile, like Mobike, like OFO, and also mm-hmm. uh, even more um, service providers. Uh, the mobile carriers in, in China are actually very ag- aggressive in terms of pushing those devices out. They give out, you know, routers. They give out POS machines just to get more revenue, more traffic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they, pre- you know, they worry about security as well. Mm-hmm. Our product is actually, you know, we were successful with, you know, uh, China Mobile, China Unicom, and China Telecom, the big three players. And we were able to sell our product into them. So for those mobile carriers, they have like a, over a billion users. Exactly. Um, what exactly the products you sell to them? Okay. Can you just explain a little sure. bit? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so the first product we sell to them is our, our first product, which is help to scan for mobile app um, vulnerabilities. And uh, later on, we found that uh, mobile carriers want us to help protect IoT devices. So the first one is to more like a doctor exam if exactly. there's any problems. Yes. The second one is the doctor provide a... Uh, more like a medicine or treatment. <laughs> treatment exactly. to treat the problems. Okay. Exactly. exactly. I, I'm glad that you use the, the doctor and the patient metaphor because we uh-huh. use exactly the same metaphor in China when, when trying to promote this. Because, uh-huh. you know, like in the U.S., in China, the doctors have a very high social standard oh, yeah. uh, status. You know, people, people respect doctors. People know that those guys can save people's lives. Mm-hmm. We basically says, you know, we are the doctors for IoT devices. Your devices, just like human, they can get, they can get, they can, you know, they can catch a cold and you become sick, and uh, we can treat it. And uh, yeah. the second product, which is our main product now, called IoT Halo, is a product that we sell into the mobile carriers so that they can help protect those devices. When say when the weather changes, when the virus is coming, the halo just lights up. You know, previously, you know, when nobody, nothing happens, the, the halo is just invisible. Quiet just quiet. Uh-huh. Exactly. And uh, when, when the threat is coming, the halo just lit up, just like, in, you know, and start to bounce off those, those threats. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things, you know, if you notice Costco case, 
typically when for a device manufacturer or a software manufacturer to create a patch for their vulnerable device or software, it takes three to six months. That's why we That's give long. them yeah. exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's why we give them the grace period uh, of three to six months before we review the news to the general public. Mm. With IoT Halo, we basically create instance protection. If we know there's a there's a threat, we can just push our knowledge of the threat to to our to our software, and the Halo will detect using AI. The Halo will detect the hackers actually trying to creep into your system, mm-hmm. and it will detect there right at the spot. Meaning that you know even though the hackers may know there's a vulnerable device, with Halo's protection, they cannot get onto the device. It's a protection. Uh, it's like a net. Usually, it's invisible when yes. there's nothing. Yes. They just scan quietly at the back. Exactly. Once there's something invading, this net just stops it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you stop there. Kicking. Exactly. Uh-huh. So in this way, then the manufacturers would have more time. More to, time to to, to do yeah. their real patch. Real patch. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yes. I see. Yeah. Very good idea. Thank you. Yeah. So how big is the company now? Okay, um, our company is amazingly small. Cause, huh. you know, yeah, because if you think about hackers, um, you know, I always give this metaphor uh, that hackers are actually living in the fourth dimension, because we can reach. Fourth dimension. Because you know, most everybody's living in the three-dimensional world. Right. <laughs> yes, the hackers can live in the you know in the fourth dimension because they can get to a spot to achieve their goal uh, using a amazingly <laughs> faster way and uh, amazingly efficient way. A hacker can hack a system that's built by hundreds, even thousands of people, uh, software engineers. Uh-huh. And uh, to prevent a hacker, you need the most brilliant people in the world. Uh, hackers. <laughs> you need hackers. <laughs> I'm not the, the best hacker, but I know a lot of the hackers that's you know doing great things. What uh, do you call these type of hackers? <laughs> uh, they're the top, top. You know, they're the really top players. Huh? They're sometimes we even use the metaphor of the of the food chain. We're like they're at the top of the food chain of hackers. Wow. Yeah. We're at upper level, but you know, yeah. But I know hackers who are at the top of the food chain. Um, back to your question, we're amazingly small because we want to hire the most brilliant people to to fight the most, you know, may, maybe the most dangerous criminals mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. We have um, we have people in in the U.S., in China, and uh, in Australia, in India, because that's where the um, the talents are. And also, we have people from Russia. Um, wow. You are international already. Exactly, we're we're a you know multi-country you know international company. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, altogether, I think we're less than fifty people. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the dev team here in Redmond, the Seattle area. We have the, most of the marketing team in China, sales marketing, because most of the uh, customers are in China. We have customers in the U.S. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have researchers from other part of the world. They're they're basically protecting us using software tools, massive software tools. We have sensors all over the world to detect hackers' activities. Uh, you have sensors. How do you install those sensors? Who yeah. did it for you? Okay, I'm so a little bit surprised. Like, <laughs> yes, have we have yes. Those sensors are actually uh, devices disguise themselves as IoT devices. Uh-huh. They're just pretty much they're just computers. Uh-huh. They live uh, a different part of the of the network, and they receive hacker scanning. When, when some hacker touches them by accident, those devices just, you know, they just crash. And they, re, they certainly crash data back to our server. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, today I got touched by a hacker. Uh-huh. And when the hacker's gone, they, they come back up and waiting for the next hacker to come. And uh, we have thousands and thousands of those devices out there just looking at everywhere. Wow. 
you need that to, to fight the bad, bad guys, yes. Uh-huh. Wow, so small but uh, international. Small, international, and uh, massively using uh, devices and AI to do these kind of things. You know, when you want to fight the, the past people, you have to use machines to help you. Mm-hmm. Something even smarter than human. Mm-hmm. So what's the future of this company? I know you guys already have some customers. Yes. You have your early stage um, yes. success, and uh, you guys are doing well financially, I guess, so um, far. We're still burning money. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a long journey. It's so a long journey. what's the um, financial stage now in terms of your, mm. you had your seeding funds to start yes. a couple of years. Uh, yeah. Was that uh, 2015 uh, you started? 2015, yes. Uh-huh. And uh, we, 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 we raised three rounds and we're now at our pre-A round. We're rating, we're actually rating the next round, which is A round. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, we haven't burned too much money. We So far we've burned about $3 million uh-huh. to build the system because we built it really efficiently. And uh, uh, we, we have a long way to go because, you know, we need to build a very sophisticated system mm. to, to protect all those devices. So far, we build a general system and we're penetrating into the auto, you know, uh, connected cars industry and also the, the medical industry. But we want to get into even better industries like, you know, POS machines. And maybe we will touch the, the blockchain part of things because you know we have <laughs> that's a hot word today. Exactly. Blockchain, right? Blockchain, exactly. Uh-huh. And we have we have potential customers coming to us and say, hey, you know, uh, can you protect us from from hackers doing the blockchain hacking? Uh-huh. Yeah. So hopefully we can, we can get our A round uh, closed successfully, and um, you know, I'm hoping that by the end of the 2018, we can see the, the dawn of um, Break even, maybe mm-hmm. by maybe by next year, by 2019, we can we have we have a chance to break even. Well, it's time for another break. We will be back very soon. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you interested in expanding your business to China, but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it and profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, we're back. This is Michelle, and together with me today is my guest, Song Li, the CTO and co-founder from New Sky Security. So we talked a little bit about uh, the market, China market. Yes. Uh, we t- touched earlier. Uh, that's where you guys have your first uh, success because the manufacturers are there, yeah. devices are there. Yes. Um, and we also talked uh, about uh, in terms of the team, it's international. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's your strategy or thinking about uh, in a little bit longer term? Because hmm. IoT is not just China. Yes. Uh, how are you going to look at uh, this whole world and where are you going to strategically hmm. um, build your business in the future? I see. I see. So I think uh, in terms so IoT, when we talk about IoT, we talk about the, So there's I and there's T, right? So yeah. there's the internet, which is a network, and there's the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think... Uh, in terms of the internet, uh, China's the mobile carriers are definitely pushing very hard in terms of building the overall network. Um, there's no doubt you, can, you have the data to support it. And uh, the U.S. is catching up in terms of mobile coverage and also the 5G network. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be our most, uh, most important markets in the world, China and the U.S. Mm-hmm. And in terms of things... Um, China manufactures most of the small things, routers, cameras, and uh, POS machines. U.S. has most of the big things, you know, like, air, what? like airplanes. <laughs> connected. Airplanes are connected. Yeah, Boeing, is, Boeing right is right here. here. <laughs> yes. Most of the cars are, you know, are, you know, tailored towards the, the U.S. Tesla, you know, is going to dominate the, the electric car world. And it's 
you know, it's designed to be connected. Mm -hmm. So the U.S. has most of the big things. Um, again, China and U.S. will be the to most part of the most important two markets. Okay. Uh, in terms of data regulation, because when it comes to the Internet of Things, you know, the data is actually the, the most valuable thing that all companies are after. Yeah, that's why the hackers come in, right? Exactly. They want the data. Exactly. Uh -huh. The hackers want data. They want patient data. They want your financial data. They want where you live. They want to know when you go, when you leave home so that they can hack into your house, <laughs> all those kind of things. Uh, we are protecting the data. Well, in terms of data protection, the U.S. is definitely more advanced than China because you know, the regulation, the lawmakers are more aware of the data, uh, the importance of data. Mm. In China, China is catching up, definitely catching up in this world. China, is, you know, China used to ignore the, the privacy and also patient data, but China is definitely catching up and making you know, lawmakers are learning, hey, we need to protect this. We need to make sure people's patient data, people's privacy got protected. Yes. Um, which, you know, in the ironical way, give us more opportunity in China market because you know it's less protected. We need to help to build it back to make it better. You know, in the technical world, you know, from the technical way of protecting the people's data. Say, if the lawmaker is not there, say the law is still needs to be polished to be you know making perfect. We can use technology way to encrypt your data so that hackers don't get into it. Okay, that's a very interesting point because in China, one is. The regulation is not uh, very uh, sophisticated yet, exactly. yes. and because historically privacy is was not, ignored yeah, or, or was, pretty much you know yes uh, people yeah did not respect privacy that much because yes. the tolerance level was high exactly that created a lot of opportunities for hackers exactly. doing bad things yes and because hackers are doing bad things then. It created market opportunities for you guys to exactly. protect. Exactly. <laughs> You're yes. the police. Yes, yes. There are so many bad guys. We need to catch them. Uh -huh. yes. Okay. I see the logic here. Exactly. So, and you also mentioned those uh, regulations. And because yes. the regulations are not there, it also gives you a lot of opportunities because data is something, right? So yes. you guys will have more freedom to do the work uh, yes. you are supposed to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, Michelle, you made a very good point uh, previously, saying that, you know, how China jumped from the, the cash-only mark, you know, economy to the cash, no-cash economy, simply because yeah, cash, China... Yeah, yeah. Uh, to cashless. Cashless, almost cash from cash to cashless. Cashless, <laughs> but entirely skipped the credit card age, mm -hmm. the check and credit card age, simply because China used to be like totally ignore the the technology of you know of doing business, mm. and cash was the only way. And then cash was the king. People king. carry a bag of cash. For, right? Yeah, for for buying things, but even buying a house, people carry a bag of cash. <laughs> And uh, simply because of the, the fact that China was so lagged behind it was financial technology, China mm -hmm. got the chance to leap forward, skipping several stages yes. to get to the cashless stage. And I think that for the data privacy part, China, you know, simply because, you know, China also uh, lagged behind with data privacy protection. Mm -hmm. And there's a chance for China to actually leap forward to a very well protected, you know, using technology to protect everybody's uh, privacy and their own data. Um, in for this leap to happen, technology companies need to, to play a part like us. We need to play a big part in this. Just like you know, Tencent and, uh, and uh, Alibaba played a big role in terms of using a QR coding technology to make China cashless. Mm -hmm. We can do the same thing. We can use technology to protect people's privacy mm -hmm. simply because we used to be lagging behind so much. 
Yeah, there's a bigger needs here. Exactly, and also given the the just looking at the sheer number of population that you need to protect, it's it's a huge bucket.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to also think from another angle because your knowledge about the China market、sure. uh, and the Internet of Things and security. Yes. Because in China we just analyzed that the needs, right? Then what are the opportunities for Technology companies, or maybe for you know anything you you can think about, that、uh, given the market is not mature, yes,、um, what are the opportunities for them to enter into China at、mm-hmm. this stage?、Mm-hmm. This is one question. Sure. Another question is then what are the things they need to watch for? Watch out for yes. Yeah, when, yeah. When they want、yeah. to tap into this opportunity, I, I like this. I like those two questions because、uh-huh. one is the opportunity, the other one is more like the threat. That's very hacker-minded. We are doing <laughs> things. Yes, you need to know the opportunity. Also, you need to know the dangers to get in. Right. Let me answer your first question. So,、mm-hmm. what are the things you know opportunities out there? I think there's a very good formula of doing this,、uh, given that we have the U.S. background,、mm-hmm. especially for people who who used to live in the Western world to enter into U.S. market.、Uh, sorry, the China market is to look at what is you know, comparing the two markets and see what's missing in China that's that's like already、oh. there in the U.S. So data privacy protection, you know, and、uh, say you know the regulations will move. You know, China is learning a lot from the U.S. China, you know, China will learn things like data protection. You know, privacy protection and、um, things like patient data protection, all the things from the U.S. Look at things in the U.S. that's already there, that's in everybody's lives, that's still you know still missing in China. Just you know, go live in China for maybe a month or two, or maybe six months. You know, record everything. You give you a culture shock and say, oh my gosh, they don't even have this, they don't even have that.、Uh-huh. That's you know, and look at those things. Those are your candidates of opportunities. To 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 do a business in China, maybe a very successful business in China.、Mm. So that's one thing. That's one little tip. One little tip. Go yeah. there yeah. and、uh, experience. Bring, yeah, bring your fresh eyes into、yes. China and yeah, yeah experience and it and write down everything. Write, write down everything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that list will also give you the the danger of things、mm-hmm. in China. But you know, you, you look at them, you will you will think two questions. Number one, why is not there? Mm-hmm. Is it because you know people didn't know how to do it, or people you know didn't realize how to do it,、mm. or is there a very good reason that it should not be there? Say you know the the local culture, the, the culture in China simply forbids people doing that, or if the government regulation says, hey, you know this is not the China way of doing things. This、mm-hmm. you know the, the, the Western people might be doing this, they're fine, but in China we never do this and we forbid this. Those are the things. Those are the signs that you need to look out for. So when you see something's missing, it can be opportunity, or it can be a, can be a trap. Say, look at the things. And China is, you know, the the China is very different from twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, when China, you know, or maybe thirty years ago, when China first opens up. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's almost thirty years. For forty years. In the late seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yeah, almost forty years when China opens up, and China was like, oh my gosh, everything's so fancy in the U.S. You know, in the <laughs> Western world, we learn everything. But China now, after forty years, China learns a lot of things. China has become very different from forty years ago.、Um, China, you know, people in China know a lot of things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And they're sure they don't want to do so. Look out for those things. So check your list again. Check it once, looking for opportunities.、Mm-hmm. Check it again and looking for the, the the traps. Check mark out things. If you don't know, if you're not sure, 
I'm pretty sure if you live there for six months, you you made a lot of Chinese friends. Talk to them, you know, have a beer with them, have wine with them, have alcohol, have Mao Tai with them. Let them tell you, you know, have you know, eat with them, you know. Basically, China, Chinese people love eating. Just eat with them and let them tell you, let them you know, tell you why it's not there. If if they become silent and look at you in an awkward way, you know, it's a trap. Or you know, sometimes if you you really met, you know made a really good friend, or if you give them enough Mao Tai, they will tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your life. Go to China. You drink a lot. <laughs> well, I, I do drink a lot, and uh, you know sometimes I need to bring a, my childhood friend with me so that they know this guy got a protector, so we don't give him enough alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to make sure people understand. People who are listening to this show, they know it's not always that you have to drink. Exactly. I never drink. Exactly. Of course, as a woman, I have some advantages. I don't drink. Exactly. I yeah. drink tea or water instead yes. of alcohol. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to not. Drink it's it's okay. You, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's the here's the tip. If people force you to drink, just say, "Dude, I cannot. I'm driving." Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell them you're driving, and they will understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. That sounds great. Well, sounds the company is doing well. Thank I'm、you. glad to hear that, and I hope we can hear more from you in the future when、definitely. you have big news. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I also want to thank our audience for listening to today's show. We have talked about IoT, the Internet of Things, and the market trends in China.、Uh, I want to always send a special thank you、uh, to our guest、um, today is Sun Li. A very very cool techie, and he is the CTO and co-founder from New Sky Security. It's a company, a startup, located in the Seattle area,、uh, next door to the Microsoft main campus. You can find more about New Sky Security by going to their company website, newskysecurity.com. It is new, N E W, Sky, S K Y. Security, S E C U R I T Y, newskysecurity.com, and you can also go to LinkedIn to follow Song Li from there. His name is S O N G, and last name is L I. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and next week we are going to talk about why did some companies fail while some others succeeded in China. See you next week. Thank you for tuning into In China with Michelle Zhou. Please join us for another edition next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again next week.